previously with the arsonists. Your patron, Lord Gavin Archer, provides you with enough work to stay busy and to stay fat on coin. Being the city's ward mage, he is responsible for keeping back the powerful magics of the Scald's Forest, and his work is never easy and never done. There's never enough hours in the day, there's never enough tea in the kettle, but there will always be enough gold in your pocket. If you can bring me back the spell stabilizers, with, uh, you know, min minimal acceptable losses anyway, I'm willing to give you all, uh, 500 gold a piece and you guys need to go put up a bunch of these posters all around town this is strictly from the order of lord gavin is this like you said lord archer wanted this to, what did the what did the jarl say uh have you ever known lord archer and the jarl to be at odds i mean and as you get closer you can see that what is happening is a political rally <laughs> As you find lots and lots of posters for Vote for Belgrin and Gavin. Court throws a bolt of chaos into the crowd of students. The critical failure seems fitting for doing that. It really does. What does a chaos bolt do, please? Oh my god, psychic damage is so relevant. 100% psychic damage. Okay, oh my god. Chris has started a riot. Um... Oh hey, you know what else, uh, Chris? I need you to roll on your. You have to. You rolled a one on that spell. Okay, you are gonna have to roll on the the tides of chaos. Oh shit! The entire area is a haven for zombies. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry, guys. I was just sitting around and this was. Oh my god! Now we got zombies. Following the fire at Montaigne's Tavern, Jarl Simric Lane called for all the gates in and out of the city to be shut. The passages to and from the Commonwealth District and the Practical District are closed as well, staffed by armed guards with pikes facing towards those who would approach. Screams can be heard in the districts as zombies hunt down people or attack families in their homes. In the initial rush to get back to Archer Tower, your party, the arsonists, was able to pass through before the lockdown came. The guardsmen look at you with an air of contempt as news about Grok, a former guardsman, impersonating Belgrim and lying to the watch commander has spread amongst their ranks. In your travel back to Archer Tower, uh, you happen upon a young woman? How old is uh, Britta, Melody? 35. Get it right. God. Okay, so and she's okay. Um, young-ish looking woman. Um, and she sort of falls in line with you guys as you run back to Archer Tower. Um, as you arrive, you notice that there is a knot of guards beginning to head towards the tower. What are you guys gonna do? They're already heading towards the tower. Oh yeah. Let's uh go talk. No, we're not gonna fight him. I want to see if I could um, smell on the air where little David went. Is that his name, David, the younger brother? Yeah, David Archer. Yeah. Yeah. Is he nearby? I can roll for it one second. Oh man. Um, okay. Yeah, David's David's pretty close by. Uh, in fact, you're you're sensing him in uh, in the tower. 
That's where you can pretty much hit the, his uh, scent is strongest heading into the tower. Okay. We can head towards the tower then, unless <clears throat> everyone else wants to go somewhere else. I'm are, good with... Are the guards in our way? No, they're, they're like sort of behind you-ish. Not quite exactly behind you because they didn't follow you in, but they're coming from a different... Like, they're probably coming from the Lavinor Temple, um, whereas you guys entered in from like one of these gates, probably this one here. Um, so if you guys were here, you're seeing the guards somewhere nearby here. Uh, just to get the picture right, it's still like chaos. Like this is right after the yeah. last session, right? No time has yeah, passed. There's like... zero time passed. This is I'm just detailing that the Jarl, as at this point, the Jarl has shut the gates. Um, so the Commonwealth districts and the Practical District um, are both totally quarantined. And the main gate to the city is locked down, uh, as well as the docks. Uh, nobody in or out. Your city is in total quarantine. Are the zombies out and about in the area that we're in? No, there's no zombies in the study district, but that's why the Commonwealth and Practical Districts were locked, was because that's where the zombies okay. are, and the infection is uh, spreading. Perfect. Okay. That's okay. not good. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, more, zo more zombies are being made? Well, yeah, that's what zombies yeah. do, right? They bite someone and then... God damn it. <laughs> Chris! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, I should go ahead and you guys try to talk to him because I don't think... I don't think my disguise worked. Wait, are they in our way? No, they're are behind. They're... If you guys... If you guys want to talk to them. Should we just make a run for the tower? Is that what you were thinking, Yukon? Yeah. I mean, part of me wants to go fight the zombies, but there's only, <clears throat> what, four of us? Or yeah, I have no idea remaining Wait, woman who joined us. But... What's Brita doing? Chilling no with us? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's, perfect. Who's Brita? Who's Brita? Um, she's just running alongside us right now. Uh, make make a all of you go ahead and make a history check, but make it with advantage because you're looking like into the very recent past, however chaotic it might have been. Oh jeez. Hi. <laughs> you'll have to you'll have to bear with me just a, a tad on this because I, I don't have a totally solid way of bringing her in, but I have I have a good idea. And um, with the with the twenty three and the nineteen. Um, Grok and Valharis, you guys recognize Brita as uh, she was standing outside Montaigne's Tavern uh, right before you guys like lit it up. So she she knows like who you guys are. Um, she, she saw what you did, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Uh, but more likely, she felt safe with you guys, at least in the middle of all this stuff. And so she's just kind of a, a that's what you're kind of like figuring, right? I don't want to speak okay. for you, Melody. Um, okay, so I think our plan is to just keep running towards the tower and to get to kind of like a safety or edified position, right? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, fuck these guards. Let's keep running. Let's, uh, what's the main archer's name? Not Hank Yank and Archer. <laughs> David's older brother. G Gavin Archer. <laughs> Hank Yank and Archer. <laughs> Okay, so we're running to tower. tower. Did we make it? Yeah, you guys are the the guards are roll are, for walking. 
the guards are marching, but they're not like they're not charging, right? So they're they're going. You're going at a fair clip faster than they are, for sure. Um, they're they're like in formation, marching toward the tower, uh, but you guys are kind of just full on sprinting. You know, gotta gotta get somewhere safe. <laughs> kind of a thing. Are they trying well, to stop us? No, they're they're. I I don't even think they're really even calling out for you. They're just marching. Uh, in what definitely like in your years here in refuge you guys have definitely seen the guards march like this before and it's always been when they're like evicting a powerful or dangerous person in the very few times that this has happened in the city's uh, history but we definitely need to be heading to archer to talk to gavin because maybe he can do something to stem the spreading of zombies yeah maybe he can use some of his magic and his spell stabilizers are we thinking that he's they're heading to archer tower to get archer or gavin out like do we need to sound the alarm here so uh, i i will ref- it has been a little bit since we played the the arsonist this yeah. is all happening because during the in the midst of all of this court was on the the stage at the political rally, just after the zombie outbreak, shouting "Vote for Gavin!" He made like he's gonna fix all this or something, and and then uh, spraying Ooh. lies about the current Jarl. And in the middle of that, uh, the watch commander questioned you guys, and oh. you you all miserably failed your deception checks, if I'm remembering properly. Okay. Uh, why good. is it that we're left cleaning up? He's not even. That's a good question. Should we just throw him under the bus? <laughs> <laughs> just, just throw him in jail. Uh, well, to hey. be fair, they 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 probably also want hey. Grok too because Grok was disguised as Belgrin, and that's when the uh, deception all failed. Just kidding, guys. Let's not do that. That's a terrible idea. Belgrin would never do that. <laughs> True. Too soon. Belgrin was a noble being. That's the last thing he was. Oh, wait, no. Belgrin. Sorry. I'm thinking court. I'm just pissed still. <laughs> it's... Uh, how far are you into that bottle of wine? I'm not! Sorry. I'm also <laughs> crafting at the same time. Uh, Never drink and craft. And play d d It's too much. Okay. Yeah, I think we need to get in the tower and maybe... Uh... Give Gavin a little bit of a heads up. Yeah, <laughs> let's get yeah. see that. Yeah, you guys run across the uh, the bridge, across the moat. You know, uh, you get in the door. Um, I want to pull up the gangway or whatever. <laughs> You're gonna pull the bridge up? Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you'd it's say smart, that. so they can get us. Yeah, I'm down for this. Okay. Uh, yeah, you pull the you pull the lever and it starts. There's like this whole contraption. Normally, uh, in other places when you where you guys have seen drawbridges, this requires like a bunch of people to pull, you know, on the pulleys and whatnot. Um, you literally just pull a lever and there's a bunch of machinery that pulls the bridge up. Nice. Um, and it looks like the bridge from onward. It like lifts up and then folds in half. You know. Super cool. Yeah, it's awesome bridge. It's even got like all the moss and stuff on it and everything. Um, so yeah you you pull the lever the bridge comes up you guys open the door you walk inside and uh and uh the empty there's just like an empty foyer there's uh nobody around uh i'm just getting yelling gavin where are 
Kevin! Kevin! Has anyone seen Kevin? Marco Polo! I'm gonna start looking around. Um, no yeah. one's no played Red Dead Redemption, have they? No. <laughs> There's literally a character who spends the whole game searching for Gavin. <laughs> really? That's great. They never find the man. Oh, well. man. Spoilers, God. No, I'm kidding. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess I'll run upstairs and start looking for him in the upper rooms. Uh, okay, so go ahead and roll as you're running upstairs and you like start looking through some of the rooms. Uh, roll in, in perception for me, not investigation, perception. Oh my. <laughs> um, okay, so while you're you're running around Is upstairs, it's it's pretty That's clear pretty to bad. you that Gavin's not here. Um, upstairs at least, and and you're going through like all the different. Uh, floors and things because there's quite a few um it's a pretty big tower you don't you don't find gavin but at some point um you do hear sniffling as you run by one of the rooms i'm definitely gonna stop and look in okay this is taking you this is probably taking you about 10 minutes though of of looking that's that's where the uh the natural one kind of comes into play on that Fair enough. So it's taking you a, a fair chunk of time, but you do eventually hear some uh, some sniffling coming from the room. So uh, if you're walking in, go ahead and roll investigation now for me. I'm not good at that either. <laughs> Could I interest you in a persuasion to <laughs> tell the person to come out? Oh my god. Jesus. What? Yeah. So okay. I don't see anything. Um, you look around. You don't really see anything in the room immediately. Um, and I think that at some point you sort of just shrug your shoulders and think like, well, it's probably just something that Gavin built that's making that noise. And you walk out. Must have been the wind. <sighs> Stupid wind. <laughs> I think I heard something. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm going to head uh, back downstairs towards everyone else yeah uh there was he's not up there i don't think there's anyone here i looked i looked really hard i will look as well um so unfortunately valharis you have uh advantage still turned on oh shit Um, that's okay i'm just i'll we'll just take that 15 yeah um and the 17 perception oh yeah okay so with the man yeah okay so valhariz you find the same room with some sniffling sounds right as you walk him by um you identify it pretty much immediately as not being a device uh and then yukon walks up and you smell the scent of david in this room which is a david's not up there (laughs) david are you in here it's it's yukon yeah, yeah, I'm in here. It's okay, buddy. You can come. You can come out. There's no monsters. Not in here. You made We're it, here for you. you. Stop! You made it quiet again. Well, you're safe in the tower. I wouldn't recommend leaving the tower f- for a while, but um, it's okay. Right here, come here, and I'd, I'd stick up my hand to him to your paw. Up, my paw. Um. Yeah. He he very uh, gingerly reaches out and. and 
and takes your paw and he's you can tell he's been crying pretty hard um, make a, a visual perception check or I guess investigation of him now that you're like really looking at him uh-huh mm. I wonder what it's bad. like to roll stupid <laughs> like that he's been he's been crying um for sure he's he's upset um do you want to climb on my back yeah yeah i like riding on your back and he, he, like, right, tries to, he tries to clamber up but he's like you can tell he's lost a lot of energy just from the the events of the day and he's super upset so um i think you probably help him help him get up a little bit but yeah he, he gets up on your back I'm you know so curious as to what meta is going on with David. <laughs> but we fail every time. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. You guys... Uh, oh, yeah, you asked where, where Gavin was. Uh, I, I think Gavin's just in the orrery. I, he, or in his lab, maybe. I don't know. I, he wasn't in here when I came in. I just ran straight here. This isn't even my room. Were you out in the village before that, or were you here in the tower? I saw everything happen. And he's like, he's like, I, I was standing pretty much right in front of court when he did that whatever it was that made all the zombies. Uh, and then uh, Valharis, go ahead, and if you look at him when he's saying this, you can see there's a singed part on his shirt where it looks that certainly something has passed through David. Were you hurt, David? I I don't know. I feel funny, but I, I don't hurt. How do you feel? Uh, well, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I feel like I have, I'm tingly everywhere. That's not good. Um, did, did Court hurt you or you, what happened? I don't, I, I don't think he meant to hurt me. I was standing there when when uh, everything kind of happened. I saw you guys coming and I was going to say hi and then Court stopped and and he did something and it a light went through me and then it then everybody started eating each other. And I so I just ran. It was too loud. Is the a chaos bolt is that what turned everybody into zombies? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Well, well, no, I'm sorry. The the chaos bolt did not actually turn everyone into zombies. The chaos bolt was just what triggered his uh, wild magic surge, okay. and that's what caused the zombies. And I just um, made that as it turned everybody like that it hit, that it affected. Okay, so David's turning into a zombie very slowly. <laughs> uh, make an Arcana check. Okay. Oh, something I'm good at, but I'm downstairs because I didn't I'm see not anything. Good at it. Um, Greg, uh-huh. Greg, as you're downstairs and they're up upstairs, like talking to David, um, you actually find Gavin and he's in his lab and he's got like something in his ears and he's got like these bright, or bright. He's got these really dark sunglasses on his eyes as he's like leaning over this potion, and it's weird that he's wearing sunglasses because it's not very bright in there. Gavin, oh, it's good, good thing I found you. Uh. Some some stuff has gone down. I think you should know about it. Uh, what? You, what? Some stuff's gone down? Is everything all right? Did you, uh, what's going on? And then you hear, um, 
on the front door. I don't know if you guys could hear that. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I just pissed off my upstairs neighbors. <laughs> nah, screw them. Uh, the uh, Commonwealth. I'm trying to make my fault. Sorry. <laughs> I scared Mandy too. <laughs> awesome. Uh, in the Commonwealth area, uh, zombies, they're everywhere. There's a z- uh, zombies in the what here in refuge? Yeah, they've been uh, locked and isolated or quarantined into that area. But uh, court uh, was oh shit! How am I gonna do this one? Yeah, I I also should mention like court's here with you guys. I haven't um oh I haven't magicked him away uh because I want to leave Chris a ha- okay actually here's here's what i'm thinking okay I'm, I'm no sorry. that's fine just real quick let me i actually had a, an idea i wanted to do for this okay <laughs> sorry okay are um, you wild surging again uh, yeah sort of court sneezes and then he turns into a frog um, i love it and and um and so we'll just say that court is a frog until That's the hilarious. end of the spell which will be whenever chris gets here okay yes uh, i'm gonna okay, I'm have to so... adr that in in the beginning of this episode when i edit it <laughs> Uh, so, oh man, and I'm like, I'm still breathing heavy because Grok is not like, if, yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, uh, there, the students were having a rally in support of you, um, something, I don't, I don't know why, but, uh, something to support you, and, uh, court went up there to encourage the crowd uh, and then all hell broke loose uh, there were <laughs> nobody nobody really saw what happened I think a few people think they saw something but uh, they just it, whatever they say I don't know we heard some stuff on the way it doesn't make sense <laughs> you you start talking about this and you start saying a uh, student rally in your honor and like people like all this stuff that has to do with him and his eyes are just getting wider and wider <laughs> as you're talking yeah didn't you know you've got like a huge following in refuge i had no idea that this was i knew the students were making some kind of art project that involved me i just assumed it was something that belgrim cooked up well belgrim he did seem like a pretty stand-up guy but <laughs> Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really know if it originated with him. All I know is there's currently some, some major, uh, support for you, uh, just as the protector of, of refuge and being so reliable. And, uh, there, there was talk about a vote. Uh, I don't know what they're voting for per se. Uh, There's but, no vote scheduled for like six years. What are you? What are you talking about? Uh, they're supporting you for uh, a vote. You I don't want I, a public office? That's ridiculous. Who would? Well, who in the world would have cooked up such an idea? You know, they say that the best people for public office are the ones who don't want. <laughs> that sounds like a lie, but all right. Anyways. Uh, we, we had to shut the, the gate on our way, or the drawbridge, sorry, the drawbridge on our way in, uh, to make sure, uh, 
just we can't risk any zombie. Um, you hear you hear someone pounding at the gates again at the at the main entrance to the tower. Oh, hang on, let me go see if it's safe. I'll be right back. <laughs> Surprisingly, he watches you go <laughs> um, back upstairs with uh, David. Um, Valharis, you have just looked at his wounds. Uh, you really don't know anything about like what this might be that he's experiencing. I feel like I want to... Yukon, do you want to like run him downstairs? And see if yeah, that's what I was thinking. Take him downstairs to Gavin. Alright, David, Hold let's on go tight, find bud. Gavin. Yeah, we're gonna go find Gavin and get you help because you're really hurt, okay? I make sure to add a little hop in my step as I go downstairs to make it fun for him. <laughs> that way I can put her sc- her screen up too. Uh, okay, yeah, you uh, heading downstairs. You, you guys head downstairs. You see Grok heading for the door, um, and I guess Brita is probably just kind of standing in the um, like the main foyer. And then so David's like, "Who's that? Hey, hi, who are you?" Is Melody still here? Did I lose you guys? Well, no, she was asking me. Questions. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Healing my gifts. She is a racial trait healing hands. <laughs> Do you want to use that? Sure. Okay. Rachel Ray healing hands. Rachel Ray <laughs> healing hands. That is exactly it. So that only gives him. That's not very good. It only gives him two health points. I mean, he's a kid. I can't imagine he's got like fifty health points. He like he like shies away um, from Brita a little bit as she's like reaching out to touch him the same way that like a kid would do when they're about to get like a shot or something. He's like, uh, but hold then- still. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> good bedside manner. Is this okay? Is this okay? What's happening? Okay, I feel a little bit better. I'm trying to make you feel better. Just hold still. Uh, he he uh sort of he like buries his head into Yukon's fur a little bit more, and then uh, and you're able to like grab onto him and heal him up. Uh, and and he's just like he's like, wow, uh, yeah, I do feel I feel a lot better. I feel a lot less like I don't know scared after everything. Told ya. Um, and then, uh, so, Grok, you get up to the door. Or were you about to say something, Randy? I was just going to say, this is our new friend, Brida. She's o- she's okay. She'll help you. Oh, okay. Hello. Did she, did she, um, she's not a zombie, right? You're not a zombie? No, no, no. Okay. No. Um, what does Brida look like? What is she? I think uh, uh, human, mostly like human, um, nope. human slash ASMR. Elf. Well, That's right. That's a good question. Right. Uh, let's see. I think I've in canon I've made it that they look very much like uh, elves or humans, kind of depending on. Uh, okay, do you guys remember in Mass Effect Two when the, all those guys are arguing about? Uh, the Asari and who they look more like, and they all have like a reason to believe that the Asari look like more like their race. Uh, sort of. Turian or Salarian or human or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of in that same same way. Okay, so more like ignorance. Yeah. Okay. She looks like a bear to me. 
Um, <laughs> so let's I've been see. too far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grok, you get to the the door and you open it up and you're looking at the watch commander. Hey, wait, who said I opened it? I don't know. You get up to the door. Do you open it? Not right away. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, but you do hear it. The knocking continues. It's more like banging. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I was thinking this was like a portcullis. Uh, yeah, I will. Okay, yeah, you you open up the um the door and it like kind of opens from the center, you know, and sort of swings inward. Um, and you're looking at the watch commander, who you had spoke to just earlier tonight. Okay, hold on. I have to. Is this the guy that I tried disguise self on? Yeah. No, that was. It was. Yeah. It was, uh, you were already disguised, and then he questioned you, and you had a terrible deception check. Uh, and so then he actually, oh, okay. like, put put his hand on you, and the disguise self, I don't think, holds up to actual physical scrutiny. That's correct. So he's like, ah, Grok, was kind of hoping that I'd see you again. Yeah, uh, good, I'm just glad you made it out of there, all right, all those zombies. Hey, have you guys got that under control? I mean, that that's not good. What do we need to do to get that under control? You need to step aside and let me arrest Gavin. Wait, why Gavin? Well, he uh, you're acting under his orders, and therefore he's at fault for most of what happened in the market tonight. Uh, I'm just standing there kind of in stunned shock. Uh, he wasn't even there. How could he? And why would he tell someone to turn people into zombies? Well, there's a huge uh, political thing going on right now, so I assume this was some sort of a coup. We need him to come in. Uh, whether or not the charges stick is a different matter, but the Jarl has ordered us to take him into custody. That, not to be rude, but that sounds like a political move. <laughs> Well, I okay. mean, can you blame can you blame the Arl? Half the city's turned into zombies. What, what's Arch, what's Archer done to uh, help this other than actually send his his employees out to start the whole thing? Seems a little strange. Refugees. Uh, I, I I do want you to make like a perception check. Sorry, real quick as you're talking okay. to him. Did you kind of kind of join join him too as he's hearing all this? I think you you're mistaken. We actually didn't start this i'm not sure if you're familiar with how magic works but it wasn't an, not like we intended for zombies to show up well who who uh who did start this then if uh are we just going to blame magic because that's sort of a poor excuse well i you know i saw a few hooded figures in the crowd but i didn't really <laughs> get any sort of uh i couldn't get a look at their face um did you see them they, they blended in pretty well, but they definitely were covering their faces. Make a deception check. Okay, so <laughs> here's the thing. I've rolled poorly this whole time. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I did it! All right, what are these hooded figures? What, what, uh, what color were the hoods? Um, and and uh, just real quick, I'm sorry. Um, Yukon, make a perception check as you approach the door. Oh, man. Yeah, boy. Um, and go ahead and make an, a second one for smell. 
<laughs> That's great. The bear with impeccable well, he gets, smell. He gets advantage on smell. So. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So, firstly, sorry, before we um, continue with you, Grok, um, Yukon, you walk up to the door and you see uh, the, the watch commander who you know is uh, uh, Chamek Guile. He is a tiefling. Um, he's standing there um, pretty cordially looking. He's got his hands clasped behind his back. He's not like... Um, he looks to you to be in uh, diplomatic mode. Behind him are uh, probably like 30 other people and um, three of them have different kinds of battering rams and there's a, a bunch of other people who have like uh, th they're people who look like they're trained to fight magic casters um, and then uh, and then with your smell you can smell that there's probably upwards of 60 armed soldiers here um, as uh, as Grok describes these robes to the watch commander. Hmm, hang on. I'm going through some skills right now. Well, I think, <clears throat> I think this is just a big misunderstanding. We're all on the same side here. Ch uh, Chamek. Is that his name? Chamek? Yeah, Chamek. Chamek. Um, I know you have orders to arrest Gavin, but Gavin's done nothing wrong. Um, I admit we were trying to oh. use magic. And something went wrong in there, but I don't know if anyone's at fault. Magic is a weird weird thing, which is why I avoid it altogether. But um, I think just first thing, we're all on the same team here. We don't need to start arresting Gavin and fighting each other, okay? Um, from your back, David goes, Well, what about Court and hitting me with that bolt? Was that what did it? Isn't that what turned everyone into zombies? Okay, right as he starts talking, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion. It's a cantrip. And it says an action. If you create a sound, falling can range from a whisper to a scream. Can, okay, so it can be someone else's. So I'm going to have it be... I would assume by now that like there's another like guard lieutenant or someone or a sergeant or someone that um i've met right i mean there'd have to be uh yeah you, you um you would okay so i'm going knowledge. to mim mimic uh with this sergeant barn strider voice can make this up on the fly it may not work out in our uh we did it <sighs> uh what's the earl's name simric lane we crushed, we crushed the Gavin supporters. Jarl Lane? Yeah. Jarl Lane will rule forever. Cre he, he and I'm going to make that a very loud, like, voice. But far, uh, make it sound like it's coming from far enough away that it's, like, he can't just turn around and be like, oh, no one. Does that make sense? Um... Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. You're telling me. I'm the one who did it. I still, still don't know why. And then... Hang on. Since we're not in combat, I assume you're not yeah, this is holding fine. us to like... Turn. What's your spell save, DC? Uh, It is 12. But I don't think he gets a save against it, does he? Uh, I'm rolling insight against your save. Because, um, see, he, he hears, um, 
the the Gavin supporters are crushed and his eyes like go hard and he turns around he's like crushed I didn't order anyone killed and then uh, and then he you he hears uh, Simric Lane will rule forever or something like that and like his you can see like his you know when people get upset like you can watch like the whole top of their head like move back uh, like uh, I'm trying to think I don't know just like all the skin on their face gets tight just because like they're you know they're straining their ears or whatever it is. And gotcha. You, you put him like he is super on edge now, um, and and with his insight check, like something's clearly up. Um, okay. Uh, I'm gonna say, uh, look, uh, you. I'm gonna turn to Yukon uh, and be like, you you've talked to him. Uh, I there's uh, someone in the tower that I saw that was hurt. I need to go help him. Uh, I gotta heal him. And then I'm going to cast Hidden Step. Hidden Step. Can turn invisible until the start of my next turn. And to be clear, I'm using this like, uh, so I say that and then I turn and start walking away and I'm gonna like uh, turn or like go up behind the first thing that obscures me, even if it's just like um, a column or something. And then I'm going to use it. I'm not gonna just pop into thin air. But I'm definitely doing this, like, I am say that, and then I turn and start running. Like, I'm not waiting, and I'm not giving an opportunity for... Where are you running? Uh, to Gavin. Listen, uh, Chamric, why don't you just come inside, and we could talk. You leave your men out here, and, uh, I'm sure if you talk to Gavin, we'll get this all cleared up, and we could figure out a plan on how to solve this problem. Um, instead of creating more problems. Um, he's he's pretty on edge now, and so you suggest he leaves men out, and he like kind of leans over, and he, he does a quick, like, with his fingers. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, how about I bring six of my men in? Five, excuse me, five of my men in with me. Sure. We're, we don't want to fight two, so it doesn't matter. even bargain. Could have gotten him down to three. <laughs> hey, you left, crack. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do Rock's, your thing. Rock just like from the from the ether, just hey, you could have bargained more. <laughs> you didn't even try. <laughs> oh man. Okay, hang on. Hang on just a second. Uh, okay, so I do want to. I am. I really hate to do this, um, but hidden step. Is mentions that it's it only lasts until the start of your next turn, which generally means a turn in combat is about six seconds. So you have six seconds okay. to run to Gavin. Um, and I, okay. I did I Can did Google I... and I saw an official um, response from a Wizards of the Coast person, Jeremy Crawford, um, confirms that that is the case. Okay, that's fair. Uh, is there any way that I can? like get around a corner or something like i don't know the layout like a spot for you to hide for sure and as a furball guy you would know like how this works so you you definitely could have planned your route in time to to be able to get somewhere so i'm just trying to get out of view yeah long enough to and then i'm going to take like an alternate route one that you know i'm not going to take the straight hallway that leads straight to the gate right i'm gonna kind of take what some of the side hallways Okay, yeah, yeah. Which, as a penalty, would 
definitely mean that I'm not going to get there as quickly as I can. Uh, okay, and Yukon, I'm sorry, you were saying um, to him, like, you don't want to, we don't want to fight. Uh... Yeah, I think we're all, like I said, we're all on the same team. Um, let's just figure out a solution to this problem together instead of fighting against each other. Uh, okay, so I think at this point, like, you guys let uh, Chamek and five of the other soldiers in. Uh, excuse me, guardsmen, they're not soldiers. Um, they come in. Um, two of them look like they're equipped to fight magic casters. Uh, they're not, like, holding weapons at the ready or anything like that. You just, like, you can tell from their gear. Um, and as he's walking in, he he turns back and he shouts. He's like, someone get Sergeant Barnstrider and bring him here. Um, and as he's walking in with the five other men, uh, Gavin actually comes out. He's still wearing those giant sunglasses on his, like, strapped to his face. And what the fuck? He, uh, cause like, so I'm just trying to think you, were you trying to go find Gavin? Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Then I'm sorry. You run into him, Grok. Uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and, and resolve that real quick. Um, you actually okay. run into him. He's on his way out. He's still wearing those giant uh, sunglasses. You are currently out of uh, sight. Gavin, it's a good thing I found you. Uh, so, what was his name? I'm sorry, Captain Ch- Guile. Guile, yeah. Let me. Uh, yeah, Captain Guile would be funny. Okay, Captain Guile. He's uh. Oh, I'm sorry. At the it's gate. Wa- watch Commander. Watch Commander Guile. <laughs> he's at the gate. Uh, he's got thirty thirty guardsmen. And he's here to arrest you. Uh, he said it was on orders from the yard. I think it has to do with all this, uh, this political stuff. It sounds like the Jarl's feeling threatened or something. But they're they're here to arrest you. Um, I had Yukon run, uh, you know, distract. I don't know what you want to do. He he actually like folds his arms and then like puts one one of his hands up to his face like he does like a face palm and then just drags it down. He's like. Oh, this is so not a good night. Okay. Well, let's go talk to the Watch Commander, I guess. If the Jarl feels threatened, I guess it's my job to make sure he feels safe. That's why he hired me, so... Just so you know, they think you're responsible for all the zombies. Yes, and if I remember correctly, you were saying that Court was responsible? I did not say that. Who? Who? Oh, you guys told David that. That's my bad. Uh, well, no, da- David, David knows. Saw, David saw what happened. Yeah. What did you tell Gavin? I already forgot. My Wow, we were just making a joke about how bad your memory was, and now here I am. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm pretty I, sure you I, around it without actually saying who did it. Yeah, it was like, oh, somebody did something. and Oh, I did. Uh, but now I'm going to elaborate a little bit and stick with my story about the cloak. Yeah, uh, we saw some some people in cloaks, and uh, they uh, the magic. All, I didn't see it how it exactly went down, but all I know is there was a there was a few people with cloaks uh, hiding their faces, and then wherever they were is when all the that magic happened, and then people started turning to zombies, and they fled. Wow. Alright. So if there's a zombie problem, then that needs to be taken care of. Zombies aren't terribly difficult to deal with. Just annoying and it takes a while. It may be a bit more of a problem. 
Well, you did. You said that half the city was locked down, or you just locked down the Commonwealth District? Was that what it was? The the Commonwealth, yeah, it's quarantined. But I mean, think of all the people. That you, you you must know something we can do. Well, I mean, I guess if the if the Jarl wants to see me, then maybe we can work something out. I think it's probably best that we. You know, I've dealt with the the Watch Commander, Guile, quite a bit. He's more privy to truthfulness. So, so at this point, I'm not trying to stop him from going. Yeah. I was more trying to plant the seeds. Oh, also, I want you to roll just I, roll deception, but with advantage uh, against or or to uh, Gavin as you tell him about the the cloaks thing, and advantage because he wasn't he wasn't there. Okay, so I don't think that he, he doesn't, let me put it this way, he doesn't see through the lie, but I think that he kind of just like, he makes like a face like that doesn't sound right, you know, kind of a thing. Um, but other than that, like, um, he doesn't, uh, doesn't really comment on it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I'm just trying to like, sow doubt into things. Right. Anyways, that's the end of what I wanted to do. I'm going to go to the restroom real quick. Okay. Also, what is happening with uh, David right now? Can I do anything for him? Um, okay, or yeah. Are we just so letting him turn into a zombie right are, now? Are you, like, up with Yukon at the door or, like, walking back into the foyer? Or, like, what are you doing right now as kind of all this well, is happening? This is a I lot of things happening all simultaneously, so. Right. Okay, so, like, while this is all going on, could I have, like, started walking David back to um, Gavin? Um, yeah, actually, that's perfect. Because I feel like, yeah, I've been wanting to chime in, but didn't for a minute. Um, yeah, so I'll just take David. After he said his comment, I picked him up and started walking him back to where I knew Gavin was now. Um, and maybe I could talk to him for a sec before or after Teal talk to him. Okay. Okay. Um, Gavin, something's wrong with David. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Gavin, you see him kind of rounding a corner. Uh, you can see the back of Grok as like he's kind of just standing there, letting you know has let Gavin walk away. Um, you hear the watch commander coming in behind you, and so you run up with David, who you've just pulled off of um, Yukon's back. And you bring David up to him, and when you say that, he uh, he gets this concerned look on his face, and he crouches down. He's like, "David, what's what's going on?" And and David, <laughs> to uh, prevent myself having to talk to myself too much, David recounts kind of what happened, including the details of Court um, blasting him with something that went into the crowd. And so you can kind of see Gavin's Gavin's eyes. Um, man, I wish Teal was here to hear his well-crafted lie already falling apart in front of him um you can see gavin's face kind of uh lighting up in realization and or like understanding of some kind and then he starts to check david's um midsection he's like you said you were feeling tingly and to which david's like yeah yeah i feel i don't know the the lady in there which uh then gavin looks around and sees uh brita and he's like okay this night's weird already well let's uh and he's like that that lady in there um she touched me and made me feel better god that's a creepy sentence to say um she did something some magic and it made me feel better well that's 
That's good, David. That's that's very good. Uh, let me see this. And he like kind of lifts David's shirt that's like singed. It's not burnt through, right? Um, but it looks singed. And you actually see a big kind of bright red welt on David's stomach where uh, you assume the chaos bolt passed through. Um, and Gavin actually like puts his hand uh, over his stomach there and you see his hand kind of glow a uh, bright blue. Um, go ahead and roll Arcana for me. Uh, okay, yeah, you recognize that he's like he's casting some some version of a like detect magic spell. Um, but uh, it's I don't know how to describe it exactly. It's different than the regular detect magic that you've like seen other wizards use in your time, how they like identify magic objects or spells or things like that. Um, okay. And then he, he crouches or he stands back up and he's like, all right, uh, David, you will have some stuff to talk about. Uh, you are in no danger of becoming a, a monster or a zombie or anything like that. At least not right now. And he kind of winks. And then uh, he's like, just why don't you, well, let me, let me see. Valhari's, um, is there anything that else I should know before I go talk to these watch, uh, watch guards or what's, um, what's going on? What, what can you tell me? That David um, and uh, uh, Grok haven't already. There are people turning into zombies, and it was definitely um, it's spreading quickly. So if there's a solution you can come up with quickly, we can help distribute it or do anything to kind of make all of this right. But I don't know what to do yet. Um, so if you know, he got hit with the same thing. So what do you think this all is? Magic works in strange ways. Uh, I can tell you that David's in no danger. Whatever touched David wasn't the actual surge that turned some people into zombies, as I'm understanding it now. Uh, but what passed through David was pure chaos of magic. And it looks as though David may begin to develop some abilities of his own soon. Cool. Um, is there any way to reverse people turning into zombies so that when we meet these guys right now, we have a solution? All I'm saying is something's going on with David, and it was already going on. <laughs> Teal, I kind of fucked over your lie a little bit. I'm sorry. What? What did you I do? I was worried about David. What happened? And then David, I took him to Gavin right after you were talking to him, and then he told him because it's David. Oh, he told him it was court? Yeah. But uh, Gavin well, that's seems pretty chill about it. I know, you did such a good job, and then I messed it up. I'm sorry. No, we can play Mesa, because that was David. <laughs> How's it going, Yukon? Oh. Well, hopefully I've just sound enough that, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Um, okay, so let's see, David. Um, he eats some orange slices and then runs off to his room. <laughs> um, <Orange> slices. <laughs> Where did he get those orange slices? Yeah, uh, can I get some? Gavin, Gavin, magic some orange slices into being. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh. Okay, so Valhorys, did you have anything else you wanted to tell Gavin before you guys headed out to talk to 
No, that was it. Okay. Um, all right, so you guys head out, um, and the the watch commander is standing there again. Like he looks pretty um, poised. He's not. Um, I mean, he looks on edge, but he's keeping his composure pretty well. Uh, the other the other guardsmen are kind of like looking around, and there's a, a couple of them who are actually like losing their uh, uh, professionalism in that they're like getting like t- starting to touch stuff and um, you could tell gavin's a little bit annoyed about that but like given that there's armed people in his home that aren't necessarily his friends he's uh kind of keeping quiet so uh, he walks up and he's like all right well then let's uh what's going on and so the watch commander again explains the situation and so he asks uh he's like we need to we're going to take you in mr archer uh we have some questions for you, and if you can, if it, you know, we need to get this investigation underway so we can a get the outbreak contained, maybe reversed. Well, you know, you don't just leave a man with a weapon, and and I'm assuming this tower is uh, is your weapon if uh, he's suspected of some wrongdoing. To which Gavin's like, "Well, look, I I understand why it looks that way, and I'm a little annoyed that I have to." <sighs> this is such a bad night. Okay, well, uh, and he looks at Yukon, and I guess if Grok has come back, uh, his eyes pass over Valharis. He looks at Brida, and and then he kind of like he kind of looks at you guys. He's like, "Who's the new girl?" I'm Brida. All right, Brida. That's that's a that's a lovely name. Uh, I feel like I've maybe met you before. Where do you hail from? This is all happening in the middle of an arrest, by the way. I grew up in Refuge. That's probably why I've seen you around. All right. Great. Uh, well, um, I guess make yourself at home. If the, I'm assuming you followed in the rest of my crew here. Uh, go ahead and make yourself yep, at home. Yep, I sure did. I heard uh, from David that you helped him feel a little bit better, so you have my gratitude for that. He's, uh, I don't know what I'd do with myself if I lost him, so. You're welcome. Um, so anyway, the, the Watch Commander and... Gavin begin talking a little more. Uh, they actually move off to a private location. Um, are you guys gonna let that happen? What do you guys want to do? Uh, what's my stealth? My stealth is a plus one. Ooh. <laughs> also, what's your armor? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I have. Where does it say? It would be like in your. Uh... Well, your AC is 11, and given that you're a spellcaster, you don't have heavy armor on. So, gotcha. It's it's only like heavy armor and very specific types of medium armor that give disadvantage on stealth rolls, but you don't have that, so you're good. I think I'm going to try and go over to like basically I'm I'm trying to follow but not in an obvious way and without drawing attention to myself. I'm not necessarily like trying to just straight up sneak over there. Right. I'm doing that slow walk. Okay. Which may, if you're gonna roll it, it probably would be a stealth check because I don't know what else it would. Yeah, if you're trying not to be seen, I'm gonna have you roll. In, okay. Uh... Boom. Take that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's probably the best roll you've made all night. Uh, I did have a nat 20, but it was for something that wasn't really needed. That's right. 
Um, okay, let's see. Uh, okay, so you, you're able to, like, kind of sneak over there. Uh, the guards had let Gavin and um, Guile go into the... Sorry, into, like, this kind of a study. Uh, they posted up outside, um, and they don't... So they don't see you, like, kind of coming around the corner, I guess. Uh, or maybe they do. Um, but they don't really, like, say anything. Um, and you're able to, like, kind of go by the door. You And you have a pretty good memory of, like, the layout of Archer Tower. So you, like, go down a couple side passages, and then you actually go into, like, a little... We'll say a little hidden crawl space. How's that? Uh, that ends up actually, like, kind of right across the hallway from where the study is. And you're able to kind of open up a little hole um, that's normally used for, like, spying, I guess. Like, in the, those old Scooby-Doo cartoons. Nice. It's like in the eyes of a of a painting or something, um, and you're able to like kind of listen in a little bit to what's being discussed. And so you hear uh, Watch Commander Guile is laying out the charges. You know he's talking about his concerns with. And I'm really like I want to acknowledge I'm not doing this in character because I get really annoyed with myself when I'm trying to talk to myself. Um, Trust so, me, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of my least favorite things to do. It's just a lot. I, there's already a lot of me talking. I don't then need to role play. And with. it's not really needed. The main thing that I'm listening for is just like, well, yeah, if he really is going to make a move on it or and kind of get an inkling of what Gavin's uh, answer is, you know. Yeah. Basically, I'm here to support Gavin. I got you. That's perfect. Uh, okay, so... You're, you're sitting there listening as Watch Commander Guile is um, laying out his, his concerns. He's laying out the story of what they've heard so far. Um, and as they're talking, I actually want you to roll an insight as well as you're listening to them talk. This will be for to be for both of them. Okay. Uh, oh, excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you're able to pretty – it's pretty clear to you that um, – they have a pretty long relationship with each other of some kind. Uh, it's not. So... Hmm. Um. Yeah. Do I get the impression that it's it is a like a rocky relation? Um. There's tension there. Uh. But it's not the the kind that you would think with would normally be like um, uh. You know, authority versus uh. You know, employee for the state or something like that. Um, okay. Uh, it's it, but they like they you get so you it's, it seems like it's more personal. Yes, they know each other, and there's something there, but it's a personal thing, not a professional thing. Um, but gotcha. because of their, but like it, what it seems like to you and how they're talking, because of their personal relationship, whatever that might be, they are taking this really seriously with each other. Um, and so Gavin's listening to everything that has to be said, and um, Commander Kyle is like listening back. Um. And so, anyway, this kind of goes on for a little while. And actually, the rest of you guys, uh, there's another knock at the door. I vote the bear opens it. <laughs> and then another knock I'll at the door. Uh, Yukon, I'll go check it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Yukon, you open the door. And uh, in, in the doorway um, is uh, Jarl Simric Lane. Yes. Can I help you? <laughs> is. Gavin, do, I, yeah. do I know who the Jarl is or no? Yeah, you you would definitely recognize them. Oh, okay. <laughs> you guys like you guys have met the Jarl many times just like based on what you guys do for a living. I'm sorry, we didn't order pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, go away. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys definitely recognize the Jarl. He's uh, he's a um, God, a dark elf, a drow, uh, dressed uh, kind of not like super elegantly, but um, he's he's got like um, some fancy kind of robe on. Um, uh, they're definitely like traveling robes, and he looks like he's probably been woken up for something. Uh, or he woke up recently, rather, and so you get the impression that he like he's come here straight from like his house uh, after hearing the news of everything that's been going on. So he's like, "Is Gavin? Is Gavin here?" So he's one of my people, by yes. the way. Yes, yes, he is. Okay. Yeah, I, I believe he's in the study with uh, the watch commander. Good. I have, I have some things I need to discuss with him. I will get to the rest of you soon. Okay, I stepped to the side. That doesn't to let him sound ask. good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and I close and lock the door behind him. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he's and like, now... he's totally un undeterred by like he's not intimidated. I don't think you were doing that necessarily to intimidate, but the fact that like he stepped through with no guards and he's not worried. He does not look afraid. Um, he's projecting a strong air of confidence is really what I should say. Um, and he goes down uh, the hall and, um, you know, kind of he's looking around and you get the impression he's definitely been here before because he looks into a couple rooms briefly without actually going in before he realizes like and, you know, this is all to say that he's looked in. He knows where he would normally see Gavin, doesn't see Gavin there, checks the next room uh, and then eventually sees the guards standing down a hallway and walks that way. Um, Grok, you see the Jarl walk into the room. Um, and it is th at this point that he shuts the doors behind him. So what do all of you guys want to do? You are now like in this tower with uh, a huge contingent of guards outside the front entrance. Probably not going to let you leave. Um, a small group of guards in here and the Jarl, your patron, and the watch commander uh, in, a, in conference together. And they're all in there going, man, Teal's projections really suck. Should we get the fuck out of here? <laughs> Sorry, Teal. I, just, I, I had to put that in there. Yeah. I heard it. <laughs> Might be a while if anyone else wants some tea. That's good. Poison them. <laughs> I love that Randy's trying to like calm everything down and I'm out lying to everyone. <laughs> like literally everyone. You're like, and everyone else is undoing my lies I'm as I tell them. <laughs> I hope you realize that this is all from that stupid, like, poster campaign that you set up. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's... it's beautiful, really. Oh. Um, one of the guards pops and says, did you say tea? I'd love some tea. Sure. Anyone else? I'm sure Gavin might have some food around here too, and I'd kind of go to the his kitchen area and rummage for tea and food of some sort. Uh, yeah, it's it's not hard to find. Like you've definitely got a a lot of different. Uh, what would you call that? There's like a kitchen area that's got a, a lot of different selections. He's even got like a little machine that um, makes it like synthesizes. It's kind of like the Star Trek's little synthesizer thingy. A food synthesizer or whatever but it's like a magical device so you you actually like there's like a couple uh tactile buttons that you punch in and it you push a button and then there's like this little crystal that crystal. that it is inserted you can see it like dim a little bit 
and it's uh yeah. <laughs> you kind of like just a, put the, a magic <laughs> the old school kettle on <laughs> magic you kind of look at it and like touch a button and then just give up and go to the, the heat source and put yeah. a kettle on <laughs> oh forget it i'll just do it my own way but i'll come back with some food and some you know pot of tea and some cups and stuff uh, okay, so you start making some tea. Uh, some of the guards, there's like one guard left at the door um, while the rest kind of walk around um, and, and, and sort of like start talking to you guys, um, essentially. Um, so there's five of them, well, I guess four of them come out. Um, and these are all people that like, I think you you probably recognize just from having like seen them around every once in a while or whatever. Talk back. Any of you guys hear how the uh, siren hunt was going on over across the lake? Oh yeah, um, didn't someone die? I heard, I heard uh, from. Oh shoot, what was his name? Uh, wait, wait. I heard from Marston. I heard from I heard from, Mar- from Marston that someone died over there. Is that true? Props for remembering that. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, someone, uh, someone did die over there. Um, they do they clean it up? Yeah, they they hauled out like four sirens, and then they they sent a swim team down, I guess, and they found like a whole series of uh, like water tunnels that go further into the forest. Uh, they stopped searching after a certain point because you know it's a little bit of uh, well, what do you want to call that? Um, superstition that uh, they're gonna end up like angering the Tarask, and it's gonna come you know eat the city or whatever. But that's not really important. What's what's important is uh. Someone died. That that really sucks. I I heard. So you guys were over there. Uh, did you know him? Yeah, it was um, a friend of ours, Belgram. He fought alongside us for a long time. But the siren just grabbed him, pulled him under, and he you know he never stood a chance. Oh man, that's a that's a terrible. It's a real shame. He died yeah, in my arms. He's my best tried friend. To, <laughs> tried to get him out, but you know, just didn't work out. Ah, uh, that's a shame. That's a real shame. Glad they pulled up those sirens so they won't be harming anyone else. That's good. Yeah. Well, we're gonna keep uh, keep an eye on the place. There's a uh, they got some wizards out there keeping silence cast on the area so the sirens can't uh, you know lure in more people or whatever. I'm glad to hear that. Um. Okay. So after I I think probably after like man it's a while probably like after an hour or maybe an hour and a half. Um, all three, Gavin, uh, Jarl Lane, and Watch Commander Guile, emerge from the the room. Um, have you been in like that in hiding this whole time, Grok? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, if they're like coming back, then I'm gonna start like if I get the impression that they're ending their conversation, I'm definitely gonna go back and try and slip back into things. Okay, yeah, I, I think I, I won't even make you roll stealth for that because, like I said, there's only one guy who, um, who like, stayed guard at the door. If you even want to call it guard because he was, like, sitting there looking at paintings and statues and things in the corridor. And he did see you, like, go by and then go out of sight. And so then when you walk back around, it's not really, like, any you just coming back from wherever you were. Um, and he never noticed you, your eyes in the eyes of the painting or whatever. What was the painting? Um, 
<laughs> it was the painting of Leslie Nope from uh, she's like yes. a centaur. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So you you were able to come out and around. Um, so you walk in behind, I guess, everybody. Um, everyone else, uh, you watch as Gavin walks in, and he's like, "Well, um, I'm gonna go with them." And before, and he like looks at Yukon, uh, and he's like, "Before you, uh, I don't know, get your." fur in a bunch or whatever that is uh it was my decision i mean it was all of our decision but it was mine uh uh before yeah before you you get upset or anything i i choosing to do this they they need my help obviously to uh, help contain this thing um commander guile here uh is going to be on the lookout for uh court whenever he shows up um, but until then you all have, uh, if you are willing to kind of help them out, he's got some uh, some job requests for you. Uh, how you can help them contain, clean up, whatever you call it, uh, this uh, this outbreak until I can figure out a way to effectively reverse everything. You all, are you all okay with that? And uh, the Jarl actually steps up and he's like, "We have no intention of harming Lord Archer." just uh we've clearly come to some kind of a miscommunication i understand that the art project started by uh, your late friend belgren turned into something uh that seemed to have gotten away from you all not uh <coughs> he, he like he kind of looks at the floor and this uh, the first uh, roll insight for me everybody oh yeah uh i think grok definitely uh valharis um i th well, let's see Okay, Yukon, basically, you're just... Uh, how are you feeling right now, looking at, like, listening to all this? I'm more into the tea and the, you know, crumpets <laughs> that I'm eating that I found. <laughs> um, yeah, so, Valharis, you you see Yarl Lane as he's saying this, um, and Grok, you definitely notice, like, this is the first time that he's kind of... Uh, his confidence has shaken a little bit and he sort of looks at the ground and he looks back up. He's like, I don't know where this rumor comes from that I want to be some sort of forever leader, but I was in fact elected uh, fair and square. And when the next elections come in six years, I will gladly cede to whoever wins. I don't even know if I can run again. So just to just to put that in perspective, I am not not looking to overthrow anyone here. I just there's clearly been a misunderstanding. Are we are we good? Yes. Oh hey Yarl, did you want any tea? <laughs> <laughs> a cup of Earl Grey to go would be lovely. Greg is staying quiet on this whole thing. Because the next lie I make, David's going to come in and just go, he's lying! <laughs> Did I hear you're taking Gavin with you? Yes, Gavin Gavin is coming with me. I'm not I'm not taking him because he chose to come out of his own free will. Um, I guess, <clears throat> Gavin, then what should we... Is, is David going to be okay? Do you have staff to take care of him? Or uh, G Gavin kind of 
waves dismissively. He's like, there's wards. There's wards here. David will be, will be fine. If you're concerned about his health, I, I, I imagine he won't feel so great for the next couple days, but he, he will make a full recovery, and then we may see some more fantastical things come about David in the coming weeks. Oh, man. You know, uh, Gavin, before all this started, uh, something happened with David. I don't know if you know anything about it. I'm actually trying to remember for realsies. It was... It was like a lot of loud noise happened, right? Oh, yeah. And then he went down and covered his ears. And Taimu, leave my plate alone. Who's Taimu? Um, That's a name I've not heard in a thousand years. <laughs> and then I remember like something. It was like just an inkling of something was about to happen. But then uh, I think Yukon calmed him down. Is that the gist I of it? Did. Oh, you did. Is that the general gist of it, Asa? Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what happened. Okay, then I'm... I don't want to say it again. I'm going to relay that yeah. to Gavin. And have you uh, seen anything? Do you know anything about David? That... Oh, yes, D David, he suffers from uh, well, spastic episodes, I guess. Uh, lots of noise stresses him out, and, and he has trouble functioning. This is this has been a uh, this has been going on for quite some time uh, since he was born. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to see if he's concealing anything with that. I'm not saying he's lying. No, no, no. I, I, I get think you. he's lying by omission. Yeah. No. Uh, you're honestly with that role, like you have no reason to believe that he's left anything out. That, that's okay. Yeah. He's not. Um, he's not being sly about anything. Um, so, oh, so then he, he, um, looks at you and he says, um, uh, Yukon, he's like, yes, Yukon, uh, if you could, I would really appreciate if you could give, uh, give Watch Commander Guile here a, a hand with whatever it is that he needs done, um, around the city, uh, as it is right now, um, if, if Court really is to, has something to do with this, then I, I feel obligated to offer my services. Granted, as the uh, ward mage of the city, it is sort of my job to protect the city from uh, incidents such as this. So um, anything that you can do to, to alleviate the watch commander would be greatly appreciated by me. I'm going to go with the Jarl and work on a solution for containing and reversing the outbreak. I feel like this turned out really well. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> It's, yeah, a, no shit. it's probably because Chris wasn't here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Oh, he's cleaning up his mess. <laughs> I'm definitely curious how that's gonna resolve itself. We just spent two hours cleaning up Chris's mess, you guys. Well, you're not yep. done yet. We're not done yet. Either. <laughs> uh, so at this point, are we to assume that the the Jarl and Gavin are leaving, and now it's just the guards. Uh, yeah, the guards and the watch commander. Um, oh, and, and this... as as the Jarl walks out with Gavin, um, he he walks in a small contingent of guards, um, like kind of follow them more as protection for the Jarl um, than anything. And then um, the the whole re like the rest of the uh, breaching squad, whatever you want to call it, um, they they move on. They they leave. Um, so you're no longer like surrounded by an army. 
Gotcha. Uh, and I've had this as headcanon ever since I, you said that Chris turned into a frog. Yeah. That he like was, like that I had him. Oh, not necessarily holding him, but like had him, uh, like in my pocket or something. <laughs> yeah, put him in a jar in your backpack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, excuse myself to use the facilities and I'm going to go basically throw him somewhere so that when he turns back into what? <laughs> I'm not killing him so that when he turns back into court he's not in front of guards or something can we just kill him oh my god well? no we can't kill him when he's not here that's not fair that's hilarious he would love it <laughs> what's a frog's AC <laughs> Uh, not good. <laughs> Just not good, deal. Not good. <laughs> he would love it. That would be the best way for him to go. Uh, I guess I'll just ask, uh, what do you, uh, watch cap, or watch captain? Watch, watch commander. commander? Watch commander, uh, what can we do to help? Uh, well, let me, let me make sure I'm not doing his voice. I feel like him and Gavin were very similar. Well, um, as it stands right now, I need I need people to go into the city and uh, rescue anyone who's being attacked or who has not been attacked yet. We're trying to evacuate everyone we can into the study district. Um, you can start with the Commonwealth or the Practical District. That's up to you. I wonder how many episodes it's going to take to resolve Chris is one <laughs> right yeah I wonder yeah so so he kind of lays out like a couple different things he needs he needs um teams to go out into the zombie apocalypse um and it is yes it is both districts both the commonwealth and the practical district um are overrun um with Montaigne's tavern being so close to the gates to the practical district um, after the initial outbreak, it, there was a lot of uh, bitten people who were running through the gates. Um, ah, yeah, that makes sense. So, so it is literally like half the city. Um, and That's so he he's li lining out like these, um, you know, uh, rescue, uh, search and destroy. Although now with um, he you know he mentions that well now with um, with Gavin and the Jarl working on a possible reversal, we want to try maybe not. To kill as many as possible, although I recognize that will be hard. Okay, so I feel like what we was... need to like get them all in one area and get everyone else who is not infected out of those areas, so we don't kill everyone and hopefully get a reversal to save more people. If I also understood, Asa, you were giving us basically a choice of like a few different types of missions. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's uh, so there's like rescue, right? So you go in and rescue as many like people, um, and uh, at least specifically people who haven't been bitten, um, and then um, there's the, I guess uh, um, maybe like I'm trying to think of how to if we don't want to destroy them because I was <laughs> when I wrote these notes initially it was literally like rescue or search and destroy, and now I'm realizing don't want to do that so uh instead of search and destroy it is like a version of 
like kiting the zombies to keep them from destroying infrastructure. Gotcha. Uh, maybe like a version of bait uh, to get them corralled somewhere where they can't do a whole lot of damage. And in fact, he even mentions using the Saba seclusion manor cloister, uh, this big old section of like green here. It's very open. There's not a ton of like, there's just a couple houses, big mansions owned by the rich. Um, and, and as he says that, like he kind of grits his teeth and he's like, well, they're going to be pissed, but let's just give them their houses. If they destroy the manors. We can at least, at least they have the money to build it back up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like that idea. We'll, uh, we'll do that. Maybe we can get a bunch in there and Gavin can figure out a way to turn them back. So you want us to be bait for the zombies? Is that what you're saying? Well, bait's kind of a strong word. But essentially, yeah, I need someone to uh, ring a bell, and uh, I need a rabbit. That's that's what I need. Well, we don't have a bear, or we don't have a rabbit, but we've got a bear, so <laughs> let's go do it. Uh, he smiles when you say that, and uh, and he almost almost laughs, um, but he stops himself and he's just like, "All right, well, let's let's get to it." And I'm and- I'm sorry again. What? Uh, <laughs> I think I need a little bit more of a plan than let's just be a bear to draw him in. What what exactly uh, are we yeah. doing here? Of course, of course. Well, let's walk and talk. Uh, okay. We, um, before we leave, I want to encourage David that he's going to be okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll he'll be like, well, I'll tell you on the way, but take care of anything you need. Um, and so if you go upstairs to David's room, um, you'll find him in there. And he's like, he's sitting on his bed. Um, and he's like staring at the wall across the room. Um, and he's sitting in a position that like is reminiscent of when he, uh, would have like his little episodes and you know, curl up into a ball and, you know, yell and yell, um, except he's not yelling and he doesn't even look distressed, but he's kind of curled up in that same position. Hey, David, I, um, <sighs> me and the, my friends here, we, we have to leave, but, um, before we go, I, I want to give you something. And he kind of reaches into his bag and he pulls out a wood-carved bear that doesn't quite look look similar to Yukon, but it actually has armor and it has, you know, like a shield and a, a sword instead of just the traveling clothes that Yukon has. And I've been down, so I'm on David's level. And I said, David, this is a um, this is a little figurine of my brother Logan, one of the greatest bear protectorates that there was and I want you to have them if you ever get scared or if you ever get nervous or hear loud noises um, he'll protect you even while we're gone okay um, you walk in and, and you're saying all this to him um, and like the whole time that you're talking he's not looking at you um, but when you set the, the bear down on the bed he kind of like reaches out and grabs it and then brings it to his chest and holds it like tightly like you can see his knuckles are white he's kept me safe the last three years and trust me he'll keep you safe okay uh, he nods he nods his head but doesn't say anything uh, and I actually want you to make a perception check as you look at him um, you notice that around him appears to be um, like heat waves but not like he's not particularly 
warm or anything like that. There's just like this weird effect around him right now. Like he's in danger or he's creating the heat? Uh, like it's almost as if it's uh, radiating off of him. I know this uh, time ahead of you may be difficult, um, but you'll be okay. Okay? Trust me on this. He, he You're not, strong. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. And you'll be okay. No, that's it. Um, he, he nods and then actually um, turns and, and looks at you and makes eye contact and, and like sort of snaps out of whatever this was that he was in and, uh, and he's like thank, thank you Yukon be safe okay well, and I will be back don't worry but in the meantime stay just stay within the tower okay okay I give him a little rub on the head and then uh, head back downstairs to everyone else <gasps> oh my heart <laughs> What happens when when three dads play D and D? Totally, my dad coming out. <laughs> dad and me wants to take care of David so bad. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, the little figure, Logan, was my brother who died when the uh, when they stole the object from us oh. three years ago. Oh. oh man, this is just like. Layers upon layers. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks guys for getting on. Sorry we were down a player and that was fun. That was yeah, fun. Lots of fun. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Yes, thank you guys. And happy birthday, Francesca. Happy thank birthday. You. Yay. Yeah.